Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the fifth episode of Stoked Grom Stories. Today we have the Perlin brothers, Ethan and Merritt, two boys enjoying their ocean lives in the waters around Miami and Florida. The boys take us through their recent adventures of surfing in Costa Rica, diving with sharks in the Bahamas, experiencing the icy waters of Northern California for the first time, and developing a deep connection with the ocean all along the way. We hear how Ethan and Merritt started their clothing and lifestyle company, Krepik, after a great surf session that was both crazy and epic at the same time, you know what I'm saying? The boys take us through the day-to-day of Krepik and how they play strong focus on sustainability, like no plastic packaging, and giving back to local nonprofits such as anti-bullying and surfers for autism. We also hear about prone paddling, shark tagging, and many more activities the boys enjoy in the water. And finally, Ethan and Merritt skillfully handle the highly anticipated Grom lightning round of questions at the end and leave us all with inspiration to do something good for the ocean. So, thanks for being here and supporting the podcast. Let's cut back on the plastics, have some fun in the water. Now, let's get into the ocean life and Stoked Grom Stories of Ethan and Merritt. All right, Ethan and Merritt, welcome to Stoked Grom Stories podcast today. What's up, Josh? Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here and share our Stoked Grom story. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I'm really stoked to have you. And you've been doing some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I've been checking you out on Instagram and, you know, chatting with your dad. And I mean, you guys are doing, I don't even have enough like fingers to count all the rad things of surfing and diving. You're starting a company, you're paddling, you're adventuring around the world, fishing, like all the stuff that I try to do every day, man. So I'm really excited to talk with both you guys. So let's start first. Now we have Merritt here. And so Merritt, how old are you? What grade are you in right now? Um, I'm in first grade and I'm seven. Nice, nice. Okay. And then your brother, Ethan, tell us about yourself. How old? What grade? I'm 10 and I'm in fourth grade. 10 and fourth grade. Nice. And do you guys go to the same school? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And now, wh- where do you live? Tell us about the town and the water around you. <laughs> well, we live in Florida, Miami Beach. It's, it's a nice area. We have all right water. I mean, it's kind of cold sometimes. And the waves are all right, but mostly it's wind chop and it's good enough. Good enough, yeah. And now you go where you're at. It's interesting because you have the ocean, the open ocean, right? But you also mm-hmm. have like a bay too. So yeah. you guys spend spend time in both. So Merritt, when, when do you usually? What are you usually doing when you're like in the bay? I think it might be Biscayne Bay right near you versus being in the ocean. What are you usually doing when you're in in like the bay? Let's say. So sometimes we go snorkeling and sometimes we fish. Yeah, cool, cool. And that's in the bay. And then when you're in the ocean, usually, uh, I know you guys are doing a lot of different things, but uh, in, near you in Miami Beach there in the ocean, what are you usually doing when you're over there? Um, we fish. We sometimes fish once or twice a year there and surf, of course. Got it. Got it. Of course. Of course. All right. So, Ethan, let's start with you, man, because one of the things that I've noticed that I'm really interested in about you is fly fishing. Um, And there's lots of other things, too. But um, because where I am, there's not a lot of almost there's very little fly fishing in the ocean. It's like fly fishing in streams and stuff. And I've always wanted to fly fish for big fish like tarpon and bonefish and all the cool things you guys have. But you've been doing that for a while. So talk about that. Not only do you know how to fish. You know how to find the fish. You know how to pull your skiff around looking for them. 
Uh, so talk about that, how you got started, and kind of why you like doing it. So I've always wanted a fly fishing boat. So how I first got it was I threw a coin to a wishing well. <laughs> My dream came true a few weeks later. Oh, that's pretty cool. Then what happened? Then my dad taught me some lessons like how to cast the fly rod and tie a couple flies. Through that, I knew how to cast it and sometimes make a good enough fly to get something good. And then I learned how to pull the boat with a 20-foot long stick. So what, what is that for folks? Because where I am here in California, we don't do that kind of fishing. We don't really have that kind of water. So talk about that for folks who might not know. What is like pulling uh, when you go fishing you know, on your skiff? So it's kind of like the tuna tower because there's a guy in the tuna tower looking for the tuna. So when you're out fishing for perma, which are super hard to catch, mm. there's, some, there's usually a guy up on the pulling platform with the stick pushing the boat along quietly and looking for the black tips. Got it. So what are the black tips? Well, it's the tails of the permit. Got it. And so how do you see those guys? They're like kind of upside down in the water. Or that's what you're looking for, their little tails flying around in the air? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sharks. Yeah, right. They're and then, um, I'm sorry, say that again? They're way nicer than sharks. Oh, yeah, very true, very true. And so with the flies that you use and the ones that you tie yourself, what what are those mimicking? Like what kind of animal or like um, food item are those – do those flies represent for the permit? Well, for the permit, it's a crab. Ah, so they like crabs. Now, do you also fish with, like, crabs? You'll hook a crab and throw them out there, too? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. And so do you remember the first permit you ever caught on a fly, fly rod? Yeah, I remember, like, it was yesterday. All right, tell us about it. So we were out in the Keys, and it was our last 20 minutes of the trip, and my dad's always wanted to catch a permit. And, for, and I had half of a chocolate bar left. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll sacrifice some to the ocean. Then I threw in a couple of pieces of chocolate. Then two seconds later, it, um, a school of permit came. And then our guy told my dad, over there, over there. And then my dad was able to land the fly perfectly and bam. No way. How big was it? Do you remember? Like pounds or inches or? I think it was like three inches. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> how fun. How fun. So then a lot of fishing now. And so how often do you go out today? Like uh, once a week, once a month, like whenever, whenever possible? Stop doing fishing, but we're going to try We're going to do it more of it because of surfing and going and prone paddleboarding. We just haven't had the time. I know. That's the problem uh, with having so many fun activities. You're never quite sure what you should do next, or you never and you never have enough time to to do it all. Like, I totally know how that is. So, how about Merritt now? So, one of the things about you, Merritt, that um, you and your dad told me about was your love for snorkeling and holding your breath and going underwater and being in the water like that and making some movies. So, so talk about that. Like, why do you like snorkeling, and when did you first start doing it? So. Um- Last year, um, me and my dad went to an island, and we snorkeled. Cool. Were you scared at all when you first did it? No. 
No, you just jumped in, throw your mask and snorkel on. Fins too? Yeah. Yeah, cool. And now you also like making movies when you're out in the water snorkeling. So what do you have? What do you do? Do you take a GoPro out and just kind of chase fish around or talk about that? And my dad films me when I'm snorkeling. Yeah, cool. And I'm sorry, go ahead. And sometimes I film myself. You do, huh? Cool. Very cool. So what, what kind of animals do you like to film when you're out there uh, at Swim Around? Mostly I found some, um, what was that one? Snappers. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe one yellow tail. Yeah, very cool. And do you remember the island you were at when you first went snorkeling? I don't know what it's, it's called. Yeah, yeah, nice. Now, and then, Ethan, do you also jump in and snorkel, too, with, with Merritt? I've, I've snorkeled a little bit, but I remember the time I first snorkeled off the same island as Merritt, I saw a barracuda that freaked me out a little bit. Oh, yeah, big old teeth hanging out of his mouth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those guys are cool. And then, Merritt, you also, like, you like holding your breath and stuff, and... um what, why is that? Is that so you could like, go stay underwater longer when you snorkel? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just something fun to do? I don't know why. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's a, it, I mean, look, if you like snorkeling, and, and free, which basically will lead into free diving, and you know you've seen videos and all the YouTube stuff and on Instagram of guys holding their breath, going deep, or even not even so much deep, but just staying under to maybe chase a fish or just take photos of things. Holding your breath, really good to do, especially as you guys are getting into surfing too. So let's talk about that now. So fishing, running the skiff around, finding fish, diving, free diving, snorkeling. How about surfing now? When did you guys first kind of get really interested in surfing? When, so when what- was that? One day, I just thought surfing was a sport. So then, um, I asked my dad if I could surf. And I surf. So then, I just started surfing. Ah, oh, nice! Right here at your at your beach near your house. No, at um Pompano Beach. Ah, nice, nice. nice. And then, so how how that happen? Did you paddle out? Did your dad put you on the board, take no. you out, and push you into a wave? So he got me an instructor. So we so we just paddled out and then just he pushed me in a wave. Cool. And, yep. Nice. He popped up and you ride it all the way in? Yep. Oh man. And then what? Did you just like have, have a huge smile and want to go do it again? Yeah. Then he figures out that then he starts liking surfing. So then we start we start like a surfing family. Nice. So did you give your older bro some uh, some tips on how to surf after you kind of were the first one? Yeah. 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 So then, Ethan, how about you? What was your first wave? Do you remember? Yeah. So I remember I was kind of scared to go surfing out. I was like, are we going to be in like waist high water? Like, because this is my first time going out. And I didn't know what was going on. Then after I caught my first wave, I just loved it. Really? What, why, what, why, why did you like it? Do you remember what was it about surfing? I don't know. I just felt like just the glide was nice, and I just kind of felt like I was closer to the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty special, huh? It's one of those cool things you do. Kind of like fighting a fish is like 
everything else, you forget about everything else like around you, you know, you're just in like this moment where you're so focused and it's so like nice and peaceful. Um, so then now it sounds like surfing is a big thing for you guys. And that's one of the big kind of activities you're always trying to do. So how often is it like, are you trying to get to the beach as often as you can? Yeah. Every, every time when there's waves that are not six to four feet around there. <laughs> yeah 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 so like when there's big storms and stuff it gets all windy you probably don't go surf huh once oh, i surf it all right no once yeah. i did yeah <laughs> yeah nice so do you guys both have boards you go out paddle out together and catch waves together yeah 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 that's fun it's always so much fun riding waves with like you know somebody that you you have fun with and now you just went down like two weeks ago i think to costa rica and you had a surf trip down there right yeah right so i'm sorry where was it at costa rica oh. oh yeah it's pretty insane huh so what uh where would you where were you guys in costa rica we were in Nassara. Nassara, yeah yeah and so those beaches there is that where you were surfing yeah we surfed why well, I, I forgot what the beach was called but we stayed at the best hotel ever. It was called Moana, and the people there were very nice. Really? It was, it was super beautiful, too? Like the jungle, like the, 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 yeah. the trees and the beach and the water? So it rained the first day, so then there was crabs everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, those land crabs? Yeah. yeah. So his shoes were outside. Yeah. His shoes were outside. Two crabs ran down. No I way. I my board. One crab ran down when I lifted up. <laughs> Four more crabs were under it. Dude, those guys are crazy, man. I've been down there and had that happen too. And they like got caught in my sink, like outdoor sink. And there's like 20 of them and they couldn't scrabble out, you know, they're pretty cool. So then you guys surf every day down there. Is that right? Yep. Every single day. Every day. Yeah. So did you get better? Like, did you feel yourselves like, uh, just surfing better and getting more confident out there yeah. surfing so much? Way way much yeah yeah cool and how about your mom and dad go surf with you too my mom my mom doesn't my dad does nice try a little yep yep are you gonna teach your mom one day if she's lucky yes <laughs> that's cool so then did you do what else did you do in costa rica did you guys fish or like hike around go see any like monkeys yes. or any of the cool stuff one day and we caught, we caught two baby monkeys one mahi and a guy that kind of looked like a tuna. Yeah, nice. Did you eat the mahis? No, because they got off. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we caught both of them. We didn't want to eat them, so we cool. let them go. Oh, nice. And the big one popped off. But it, but if we won a contest, it'll count for a point. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's cool you guys let those ones go. So then... What about the shark dive? I heard about this too. You mentioned it and I want to hear some more about that. So not that long ago, you guys, where were you and what were you doing with diving with sharks? So we went to, so we were in NASA. Oh, cool. And my dad heard about this place called Studs Cove. It's like a snorkeling, scuba diving kind of place. So when we went so there, we, um, we so went on this little trip to three different places. The first one was a plane wreck, and we found a small coral reef, and there's also a little slave statue. So, um, yeah. in, um, 
the sunken ship, we we found um binoculars. Whoa. And in the um, coral reef, we found um a green whale. No way. He was like had his head out of his hole, or was he like swimming? He was like swimming around. Yeah. Oh, these guys are super beautiful, huh? Yeah, yeah, and also super tasty. Yeah, the Moray eels are, are they? Yeah. Oh, did you guys eat one when you were there? No. Nah. No, yeah. So then talk about the sharks. Like, when were you guys swimming with a bunch of sharks? Then we went to the Sierra, and there was, like, a lot of sharks. They dropped down this thing. All the sharks went down. Then we went in the water. Oh. Kick. We couldn't move. We basically would just float there. Yeah. Then... When the sharks kind of got bored of it, then um, they took us out of the water, and then they brought it. Then they raised the sharks up to the surface so we could take pictures. Oh, and how'd they raise the sharks up? What did they do? They brought up the bait box. Ah, yeah, and the sharks came right up. Then they started kicking. Yep. And all the sharks just came out from the noise. Really? So they're attracted to the noise, yeah. And so what kind of sharks were they? Do you guys know? Um, they were white tip reef sharks. No, they weren't. They were Caribbean reef sharks. Okay. They were Caribbean, Caribbean reef sharks. sharks. Cool. How big were they? Bigger than you guys? Like longer than you are tall? Um, I think. I think Way longer. No, really? some of them were longer and some of them were like the size of us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a couple of cool pictures your dad had sent of, um, of you guys before you jumped in. And the looks on your faces were kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if, you know, I'm like pretty psyched to do this. So what was it like before you jumped in? Were you kind of nervous and scared to be jumping in with sharks? I knew that they do this every day, so I was going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same thing. Same with you, Merritt. Yep. Once you, and then once you guys are in there, did you realize that the sharks weren't really, they're not interested in eating people. They're just there to find the fish that they normally eat. And they were just wanted to swim, you know, just like you guys do, you know, was that, was that kind of neat? I thought that was very cool. How they weren't interested in us. And surprisingly, yeah. they didn't even look up. Really? They didn't even care, huh? Yeah. And it makes you realize that so many people think that sharks are like, like people eaters you know and really they just want to do their own thing and be left alone you know um they're really really beautiful that's cool shark dive that's one thing i've never done and i've always wanted to now what about so we're talking about a lot of fun stuff you're doing in like warm water florida's warm costa rica's warm nasa's warm but you've been here in california in Half Moon Bay, which is about i don't know an hour a little less from where i am in santa cruz and that water is not warm, ever, 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 ever. What was it? But you guys went, I think, surfing out there, right? And what was it like to feel that cold, cold water? So when, so it was my birthday that weekend. So we went to California because I really wanted to surf cold water. So when we got there, we brought the hoods, the booties, the gloves. Oh man. Got six millimeter wetsuits. Oh, yeah. What about you, Merritt? How was it for you? It was really good. It was amazing. But they were feeling so cold because some water got through them, but no water got through me. Oh, yeah. So you, you stayed nice and toasty in your wetsuit? Yep. Yeah, cool. And then uh, you also met, met kind of a legend out there right who did you guys bump into when you're in half moon bay 
So we went to the Mavericks surf shop and um, we, we pitched them Krepik. Yeah. And minutes later, one of the workers there said, oh, look, here comes Jeff Clark's van. And we were like, no way. <laughs> and then the legendary Jeff Clark comes out of his car. And we're all like jumping up and down and really excited. Now he signs this thing. And then, like, he signs, like, those fake little surfboards, and we gave him our little pitch. No way. That's cool. So what was your pitch? And so so you were there when you mentioned Krepik. This is basically your guys's, this is your company, right? And so first talk about what Krepik is. Actually, before you do, how did you even start your own company? Where did that come from? There was a time when you guys figured out what the name, this word is that you created. So how did you first create the name Krepik? Where did that come from? So last year when I was surfing in Hurricane Maria, on the coast, and when I came out of the water, my brother asked me how it was. I said, it was crazy, but Epic, it was Krepik. <laughs> so had you heard that word Krepik before, ever? No. It just happened. You didn't put it together right in the fly. <laughs> That's cool. So then how did you go from that day on the beach when you, you know, were excited, you had a killer surf, you probably laughed and high-fived about creating this cool new word. How did you take that and then create a company? We'll talk about how you guys did that. Well, I've always wanted to start a company and I've had some kind of funny ideas over the years. So then I told my brother we should start a company called Krepik, and he really liked the idea. <laughs> we put our parents and got them on board, and they loaned us a little bit of money, and then that's where we are now. That's cool. So how did you get your parents on board? Like, What did you tell them about the company and well, what you plan to do with it to get them to agree? Well, we told them that we could start a cool surf company called Krepik, and we'll just teach us like how to start a company. It will also teach us just a lot of like, like regular like lessons about how to start a company and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. And so, what is what is Krepik today? Like, what what does the company do? You guys make things and you sell them. So, talk about what it is you guys do. So we sell really cool hats and shirts. Hmm? We sell beanies and we have some cool other little accessories. We have hats. We have um. Bone poppers, we have um, board stickers. Nice. And we have cups. Yeah. Oh, man, a whole lineup of stuff. And then, so how do people find you, or how do they buy your stuff? Like, where can they go to find it? Well, they either find our stuff at some of our local retailers, First Street, um, Island Water Sports, um, TKS, and Vail Kids, and now... Oloa Lace Surf Shop in Costa Rica. Oh, wow. That's cool. And now, Merritt, is there a part of Krepik that you kind of focus on, like one aspect of the business that you spend a lot of time doing? Um, so, um, mostly I um, pack the orders in guests and shops. <laughs> yeah, cool. And so what do you – and one of the neat things about you guys in Krepik that I really like that I was reading is um, you don't – do any plastic in your packaging, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why is that? What's, why is that important to you guys? I went to this thing, a plastic me- um, free meeting. Then they like plastic. Then I realized plastic was terrible for the environment. So yeah. I made every- 
just all plastic and crap back. Nice. Nice. Every single tag that was plastic, I threw away all the bags that were plastic and just put in new stuff. Good for you, man. That's cool. So not only do you guys have a cool company selling cool stuff, but you're doing it to in a way that's not harmful to the environment. And then Ethan, you guys also you donate. So some of the proceeds, the money you make from selling the hats and the shirts and all the cool stuff, you guys give to certain um, different charities. One of those is Surfers with Autism, right? Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so we donate to a couple different um, foundations like to help end bullying and one of them is Surfers for Autism. It's sort of like right away, but yeah. really different. So we donate some to an anti-bullying cause because Crepic, you don't have to be the best. You just have to be doing your best. Yeah, that's cool. I really like that. And I, I agree a thousand percent with that for sure. Now, have you, for the Surfers for Autism, have you guys, you've been out and been part of those events. Is that right? Yeah, we actually did the one that was last week and it was very fun. Was it? What, so what's, what's so cool about it? Why do you like it? We got to do some really fun things. Like we got to help people learn how to surf. Yeah. And also we got to, and then one time we just had a board for a minute. So we also got to kind of surf for a few seconds ourselves. Yeah. That's cool. I had to get a, had to get a couple of waves on your own. So the kids with autism that you take out and maybe there's like adults too. I mean, how, what is it like when you see them get so happy being in the ocean and doing surfing or just even touching the water doing things basically that you guys that we can do you know all the time anytime you know how does it make you kind of feel when you see those how stoked they get really good feeling because when everyone of the kids would pop up when you and when us would just either pop up don't really care and one of the kids with autism would like pop up and stand up on the board everyone yeah. going crazy yeah it's so cool. Yeah, it is. It's one of my favorite things. Like right away, you mentioned is very similar to what you guys are doing with Service for Autism. It's just really neat to see and be reminded how lucky we are. You know, you guys, me, your folks, that we have our like we're healthy the way we are. Can go do that kind of stuff. You know, sometimes I know I do take it for granted, unfortunately. So then, all this really cool stuff, but a lot of support from your parents, right? So talk about that. I mean, how fortunate you guys are, what it means to have like a mom and a dad who, you know, not only probably cook you killer meals and, and you know, have a nice place to live for you, but also take you to go do these adventures and, you know, help you build a company. I mean, for you, Merritt, how, how do you feel that you have great parents helping you out like this? I feel awesome. Do you? I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Awesome, man. You don't even need to. That's enough. And how about you, Ethan? How about, what do you think? I feel great to have such to be so lucky that I can go to all sorts of amazing adventures and go basically do whatever I love. Whatever yeah. I nice, nice. Well, you got both. You guys got to remember one thing though: you can pay your parents back later when you become better surfers and better fishermen than your dad and helping your mom surf. You got to be sure you let you let your dad catch some fish, make sure he gets some waves, make sure your mom's, you know, happy on the beach or whatever, however she's enjoying the ocean too, right? You got to remember that. He's our photographer. <laughs> oh, got it. Perfect. Lucky. 
All right. So guys, a lot of cool stuff. This is super fun. Now comes the dreaded lightning round of questions. What do you think? You ready? Yes. Do you need to take like a five minute break and like get water and prepare? Or you think we can just roll into it? Just <laughs> All right. So since I get to you guys, which is lucky for me, I'm going to ask individual questions to each of you. And then there'll be a couple questions for both of you. Okay. Okay. Here we go. I'll start with Merritt. All right. Mr. Merritt, if you have the choice when you're snorkeling to swim with turtles or dolphins, which one would you pick? Mm. Turtles, because I never swam with a turtle, and I swam with dolphins before. Ah, nice. All right, all right, good. Now, Ethan, for you, if you could choose one or the other, fishing, catch a 200-pound tuna or a 200-pound swordfish, which would it be? I would take a tuna because I like that those tunas taste good. <laughs> ah, yep, yeah, all right, fair enough. Now, Merritt, um... Favorite person, like waterman or water woman, or person you know who surfs or dives or does anything in the water in the world? Who's your favorite person that does cool stuff like that? Me. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then of all the things you do, Merritt, what's your favorite sport of all the ocean stuff? Of all of them? Yep. I don't know. I do too many ocean stuff, so I can't choose one because I love all of them. Yeah, good call. I'm right there with you, man. Now, Ethan, what's your favorite ocean animal? Probably turtles. Turtles. Why? I don't know. They're just cool, and I like them a lot. Yeah, they are cool. They're kind of they're just so mellow and chill, but beautiful, and yeah, they're really cool. We have them here, actually. It's kind of crazy. Like you think they're warm water, but here we get the giant leatherbacks. Those big ones are like car sized you don't see them on the beach they don't come in but every now and then you'll be out sort of fishing out in the ocean you'll see this big old giant back um yeah they are really cool now let's see matt Merritt. then if you had to choose to do one of these two things for the rest of your life and only one what would it be surfing or snorkeling slash diving what would it be you can't choose <laughs> it's too difficult i love your style man i get it i totally get it now for you ethan same question but surfing or fishing you can only do one what would it be surfing surfing yep 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 got it now merit surfing the olympics and i could go to the olympics for surfing one day that's right why not man there's zero, zero reason why you can't do that if you want to do it. That'd be cool. Will you bring me out there and I can be your board caddy? <laughs> yes. <I'll do> <laughs> All right. So, Merrick, I'm oh, sorry, Merrick, uh, donuts or cookies? If you get to choose. Cookies. Cookies. What's your favorite kind of cookie? Um, I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, sprinkle cookies. Yeah, some sprinkles on there. Ethan, burgers or hot dogs? Mm, hot dogs. Hot dogs, yeah. Burgers. What, what do you what do you Actually, put on your? Where are the burgers from? Is the question. Um, your favorite burger place versus your favorite hot dog place. I think I go with burgers. <laughs> where is that favorite burger place? Nations. What what is it? Nations. 
Shake Shack. Oh, Shake Shack. Yeah, good call. Good call. All right, here we go. Last one now, guys. So, Merritt, if you could surf with anyone in the world, any, anywhere in the world, who would it be and where do you think you would, you'd like to do that at? So, I will do it with John John Florence. Yeah. And it'll be in Hawaii. Good call. Good call. And then, Ethan, same question to you. Anyone in, the, anyone in the world, anywhere in the world to surf? My surfer instructor is Tony from, from Nosara. Yep. And at Nosara. Yeah, awesome, man. Very cool. Well, I'm sure Tony will hear this and be very flattered that you had so much fun with him and would pick him over even like Kelly Slater or anybody else in the I world mean, to go surf with. I mean, I'll be with him, my guy. Yeah? You had a cool instructor, too? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Right on. Well, guys, this has been a ton of fun. And we're going to put, um, for, for folks listening, where can they go to learn more about Crepic? You can go to www.livecrepic.com to get some more really cool merch. Nice. And you can follow us on Instagram at livecrepic. Livecrepic. Awesome. And I'll put those links in the show notes of the podcast. And we'll share that with everybody. And Guys, I'm really stoked to talk to you. Really, um, really admire you guys for doing so many cool things in the water, building your own company, but also doing it in a way where you're sharing so much of your own energy and time with other people. The way, you know, we're, we're volunteering, uh, making sure that some of the money you make from the company goes to really good causes that you feel good about. So I'm really stoked for you guys. And Next time you guys are out here in California, come to Santa Cruz and we'll we'll surf out here and maybe dive too. Thanks for the invitation and that will definitely happen one day. Cool. All right, you guys. Thank you so much and uh, I'll talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Thanks for having us again. Thanks for All right. Take care. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. We really appreciate all the support. Uh, if you like what you heard, uh, please, you know, uh, hype us up on social media. Always appreciate, you know, spreading the word. Uh, give us a nice little rating on the uh, your podcast app and uh, just keep tuning in. If you're interested in being on the show and sharing some of your life stories, uh, hit me up, josh at thisoceanlife.tv. You can PM me on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Anyway, thanks again for being here and uh, have a great day.